0: Welcome to Tech Law Talks. I am Anthony Diana, a member of Reed Smith's Tech and Data Group. In each episode of this podcast, we will discuss cutting edge issues on technology, data, and the law. We will provide practical observations on a wide variety of technology and data topics to give you quick and actionable tips to address the issues you are dealing with every day. Hello, this is Anthony Diana. Welcome back to Tech Law Talks and our M365 in 5 governance series. We are joined by Lighthouse to explore core governance elements in, of Microsoft Office 365 and key operational and legal considerations. In this episode, we'll be discussing why governance matters in M365 and what exactly it means. Joining us today are Therese Caparo from Reed Smith and John Holliday from Lighthouse. Welcome guys. All right, so let's start just generally Like, What does it mean? People talk about M365. What does governance mean when you say governance in M365? Therese?
1: Sure. When we're talking about governance in M365, what we're really talking about is putting controls around the settings that are used in M365, how it is rolled out, how it is distributed to users. It's really about understanding how the tool is used, coming to an agreement on how it's used, and putting in place, you know, the controls or the processes that you need among all the stakeholders uh, to be able to manage its use and to manage any of the risks associated with its use.
0: And and I, and I think one of the things that's, that's interesting, and I think it's a good thing, right? When we think about unstructured data generally, you know, in file servers everywhere generally there hasn't been governance right and we all know that it's just ungoverned and M365 because it's in the cloud and they have got all these configuration settings like there is an opportunity here so john i guess one what are what is the opportunity here what do you see clients doing what is the opportunity to really put governance around unstructured data in M365
2: Right. So within the platform, you're dealing with a lot of different kinds of information and there's different kinds of users that are participating in that, in, you know, collaborating on that information. So what M365 gives you is the ability to actually create policies and settings and configurations that can be easily applied to individual teams or, individual, or areas within the team to govern the information in the way that's most appropriate for that group of users. And So, you, for example, you can set different kinds of policies to control communications between users that are, that's happening in team. You can have different kinds of policies that control the information or the files that are being shared as part of those conversations as well. So the flexibility in the platform in order to tune the settings and the configurations that are most appropriate for an individual, individual team are one of the big advantages of the M365 platform.
0: And, and Therese, just in terms of, like, how how are decisions made about this? Because obviously there's the technical aspect where you can, you know, click all the buttons. But at a high level, when you're talking to senior management, how do you get to the point of, you know, making a decision on how this is going to work?
1: Right. Yeah, look, and this is actually the most important feature of governance in M365. It's, it is defining who has the authority or the approval to make decisions around governance. What we're seeing happen really is a coming together of collaborate of different stakeholders. We see legal at the table, compliance at the table, privacy at the table, IT at the table, collaborating on what are the settings that should be rolled out? What's the business need? as compared to are there any legal or compliance needs that also need to be met? You know, are there any privacy requirements that need to be met? And coming to an agreement on this is how we meet all of our objectives. I think that, you know, one thing we've seen is that they don't always agree and how do you break that tie? And we've seen organizations handling this differently. We've seen some that have taken it up to the board level to say there's enough of a risk versus business need here. That we need to have high-level approvals that need to be made at that board level, or we're going to say our CTO is going to make that decision based on this. Or, you know, we really haven't seen the GCs being the one that make the decision because legal is a you know provider of you know advice, but not really the decision maker. We've mostly seen the decision makers where there is a disagreement going up to high levels like the board level or the CTO to break that tie. But usually, we see the groups working together to try to come up with the best solution and make those decisions.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think we've seen this, right. And I don't know if John Holiday, if you've seen the same thing, one of the big, you know, one of the great features of M365, particularly from a legal and regulatory perspective is the ability to routinely delete data, right. Through all, whether it's teams, OneDrive, SharePoint, you know, email and exchange, which is obviously a sea change in terms of opportunity. But as Therese said, that is the type of thing that, you know, the C-suite executives actually care about. Um, so are, what are you seeing in terms of, of how people are dealing, just even with a concept of can we re- routinely delete um, in the M365 you know, environment?
2: Right. I mean, when you think about governance in any context, it's, it's important to consider what the practical aspects of that are. You know, And so one of the biggest things that are top of mind um, is how do I get rid of data that is actually creating a risk? Right. So part of it is identifying that data and figuring out what is contributing to the risk if we can and, and can we dispose of it and where where is it going to be? You contrast that against the very dynamic nature of collaboration itself so that data is moving around freely without impeding the productivity. So routine disposal of data that doesn't meet those particular business needs or regulatory needs is is. Critical, and that's what the Teams platform gives you. Right, you have policies and settings that actually allow you to to identify and then apply the rule to actually begin the the automatic disposal. In some cases, of the data that that um, you've identified as uh, carrying certain risk for the organization.
0: Yeah. So, so look, I think th- thanks for the discussion, guys. I think there's going to be a lot more on this. We're going to have additional podcasts. We're we going to do a little bit more detail on how governance is going to apply to all these different tools in 365, whether it's Teams or otherwise. So thank you for listening. Please join again. Tech Law Talks is a Reed Smith production. Our producer is Ali McArdle. For more information about Reed Smith's tech and data practice, please email techlawtalks at readsmith.com. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and ReadSmith.com